This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Christian Perspective on the News. A very good morning to you, Dr. Peter Hammond. He's the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute. Good morning, Dr. Hammond. Good morning, Brad. And, uh, well, here we are in the middle of winter. I mean, uh, the 21st was actually the longest night and the shortest day of the year in the Southern Hemisphere. So we are smack in the middle of a very cold, wet winter in Cape Town. But we trust that our hearts are warm, even as our bodies are cold, and that our faith is strong. Today, uh, the 25th of uh, June, we're actually beginning our Great Commission course, a three-week intensive practical body, mind, and spirit missionary training program with mm. daily outreaches, workshops, practicals, and so on. And uh, people are interested in uh, the Great Commission and missions and evangelism. This is going to uh, be open to outsiders want to come and join us, for example, this next Saturday, tomorrow, and, and in a week's time, uh, people who want to just join in for the lecture side. And, of course, we're going to be having outreaches and uh, hikes and mountain climbs and all practical things, boots on the ground, which is part of body, mind, and spirit training for missions where you stretch both your mind and your muscles to widen our vision and deepen our faith. However, uh, there's some very important issues on the go which we need to be aware of. And uh, 4SA, that's Freedom of Religion, SA, has alerted us to three particular threats to our religious and other freedoms right now, bills coming before Parliament. And we should remember that the price of freedom is eternal vigilance. Mm. And all that is necessary for evil to triumph is for good people to do nothing. In Psalm 94, verse 16, we read, Who will rise up for me against evildoers? Who will make a stand for me against the workers of iniquity? We also read in Ephesians 5, verse 11, that we should have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but we should rather expose them. We are called to be the light of the world. We're called to be the salt of the earth. We're called to be good neighbors. We must love our neighbors as ourselves. We must do to others as we want to be done unto. Right now, there's a threat to freedom of religion with the Papuda Amendment Bill, which we spoke about a short while ago. And uh, this Papuda Bill is really unacceptable. It's unworkable. It's unconstitutional. It reinterprets equity in such a way that suddenly now you are guilty to proven innocent and if somebody subjectively uh, perceives an offense, even if no offense was intended, even if objectively there was no offense, and the burden of proof is on the accused to prove their innocence instead of the burden of proof being on the accuser. So that's a real distortion of, of law. Now, of course, it isn't a law now. It's just it's an amendment bill. Uh, but we have until the 30th of June to respond yeah. We certainly encourage people to write to, phone their elected representatives and encourage them to oppose this Papuda bill, this, uh, this whole um, uh, bill on the, uh, they're calling it the equity bill as well, but uh, uh, it's something the Department of Justice is putting up. Now, there's also another freedom of uh, conscience threat, and that is coming from a green paper on marriages in South Africa being proposed mm-hmm. by the Department of Home Affairs. Now, this threatens to override and trample on constitutional rights of freedom of religion, freedom of belief and opinion, freedom of expression, freedom of association, freedom of religious communities to practice their religion. These freedoms are all guaranteed in the Bill of Rights, and you would have thought that's sufficient to nullify these sorts of laws. But 
Right now, the legislature is considering a bill that would supersede our Bill of Rights and be above all other law, and all in name of uh, what they think is equality. But freedom of religion, South is concerned that this proposed new bill could be used to bully pastors to perform, for example, same-sex unions, uh, LGBT ceremonies, and it's essential that freedom of conscience and freedom of religion and freedom of association be protected. We believe marriage, according to the Bible, is between one man, one woman, and to participate in hosting events for anything that is contrary to Scripture would be in violation of what we believe in as Christians, because we believe one day we will stand before Almighty God and give an account of everything we've said and done. Yeah. And then there's financial impact, the potential impact of lawsuits being brought on Christians for just seeking to be true to their conscience and practice their beliefs in accordance with the Scripture. And Christians are already standing in the line of fire of those who feel victimized by scriptural beliefs and should be the ones who are protected by law against this kind of prejudice. It seems that unfair discrimination in somebody's mind could be perceived as a good enough reason to consider that person a victim of what someone else believes or doesn't believe or says or doesn't say or uh, does or doesn't do. And this can become a license to sue and bankrupt Christians who don't want to solemnize weddings that are not between one man and woman for life. And the financial impact of lawsuits can be devastating because the government is in support of the accusers and they fund these court cases against Christians and leave Christians financially to defend themselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though it's our taxpayers' money that's often being used against us. So they're stating that they are really choosing the side of the people who they claim to be victims without setting fair and equal grounds for these cases to be evaluated by. And so this whole Marriage Act, uh, this uh, a green paper being proposed right now by the Department of Defense, is also dis- uh, disconcerting, and uh, it should concern all of us, just mm-hmm. like the Department of Justice and Constitutional Amendments, the Pudible or Equity Bill. There's something else that's coming before Parliament as well, and that yeah. is a firearm control amendment bill, which unbelievably threatens to take away self-defense as a legitimate reason for applying for a firearm license. And we need to speak up to and write to our elected representatives to uh, encourage them to oppose this attempt to take away self-defense, because according to this uh, bill, it literally says that they, they believe that if somebody um, wants to have a weapon for self-defense, it's null and void because it is the state's duty to protect us. But of course, the state isn't protecting us. We have something in the region of 20,000 murders a year. And in many cases, well, the police can't do anything to protect you. All they can do is come and take forensics afterwards. And so to say that the state's duty is to protect us, well, that's fine. But the fact is, they can't be everywhere at all times. And uh, in many cases, the only thing that protects people from violent crime is their own ability to. In 1 Timothy 5, but if anyone does not provide for the members of his own family, he has denied the faith and is worse than unbeliever, worse than infidel. So parents are required by Almighty God to provide for their families, and this includes not only providing food and clothing and housing and education and medical care and love, discipleship, 
spiritual guidance, of course, but also protection. Mm. Of what worth are all liver provisions if one doesn't provide protection as well? Anyone who fails to provide for the family has denied the faith we need in one Timothy father and is worse than an infidel. In fact, those who refuse to protect their young are worse than an animal because what animal will not fight to protect mm. its offspring? God has endowed his creatures with claws and talons and horns, sharp teeth, stings and venom and swift wings and other means for fight or flight. And so self-defense is built into nature. But the underlying argument for gun control seems to be that the availability of weapons causes crime. But this is not the biblical position. Genesis 4 records the first murder when Cain killed Abel, and God's response was not to ban rocks or knives or clubs or whatever murder weapon may have been used. In fact, the Bible doesn't even mention what weapon was used in the first murder which killed Cain. But God's solution was to banish the murderer. So it's the murderer's heart that's a problem, not the weapon used. A bad weapon dangerous tools, and a cold, inanimate object cannot be the residue of evil. In Genesis 9, verse 5 to 6, God instituted capital punishment for murder. Whoever sheds man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. For the image of God has he made man. Nowhere in the Bible is weapons control advocated, but it is reported, recorded that the Amalekites and the Philistines and judges and one Samuel tried to restrict the availability of weapons to the Israelites as a pagan attempt to centralize excessive power. Our Lord Jesus told his disciples, he who has no sword, let him sell his garment and buy one, Luke 22:36. The law of God is clear. If a thief is found breaking that night and he struck so that he dies, there shall be no guilt for his bloodshed. That's Exodus 22, verse 2. The law of God establishes the basic right of self-defense. Mm. Any person is justified in defending himself or his family whenever they're attacked and their lives are endangered. And any weapon is permissible for use in self-defense. The law of God does not say a homeowner is guilty if he uses a sword, but innocent if he uses a club. This issue is not one of weapons, but the right and duty of self-defense. So to limit a person's access to weapons to, is to limit his ability for self-defense and family defense. And so this gun control legislation can interfere with our basic right and responsibility for self-defense and ultimately deprive us of our right to life. Hmm. We read in the scriptures, do not be afraid of them. Remember the Lord, great and awesome. Fight for your brethren, your sons, your daughters, your wives and your houses. That's in Nehemiah 4, verse 14. So it's vital that we be alert to these things. Uh, look on 4SA, Freedom of Religion SA website, and on the ChristianAction.org.za website, and see about more about these different threats to freedom of conscience, freedom of religion, and the right to self-defense. And we need to speak up because the price of freedom is eternal vigilance. The voice of Dr. Peter Hammond, the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, the William Carey Bible Institute. Thanks for that input this morning, Dr. Hammond. Here's to a beautiful uh, Friday. Stay warm and dry. Thank you. God bless. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.